This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello, welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu. Here's the name of the podcast. And today I have Isaac Morris. He's an entrepreneur and a sales expert, but I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Isaac, how are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Excited to be here with you. Um, thanks for reaching out about this, and I'm excited to talk to you more about it. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to, to come here to add value to me and my audience. So let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Isaac Morris, I'm 26, currently live in Utah, uh, married, um, just started the company a little over a year and a half ago in uh, March of 2022 called Red Sand Capital. And uh, been doing that since then. Before that, I was doing door-to-door uh, -door sales for a couple of years. So that's where I got a lot of my sales experience and marketing experience and such, and such like that. Um, but since then, we've just been doing Red Sand Capital um, basically doing um, a lot of marketing with sales and then uh, client management with the ERC program. Um, amazing. And uh, I, I love how you like uh, did the emphasis on, uh, well, the door to door is, is where you, you get a lot of sales experience because I mean, it's kind of, it's a little brutal, uh, go door to door. Yeah. A lot of people don't want it. Uh, so definitely a great way to develop your sales skills when people are like, ah, oh, get out of my house. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, like a lot of people have recommended, if you want to start a business, go do sales for a couple of years. I would just elevate that and say, Hey, if you want to do a real business and take anything, then go do door to door sales for two years. It could be any product, any service, whatever, but go do it where you go 10 hours a day in the middle of the summer in Texas or wherever, and just try to get people to buy your product you know, time after time, um, you just get the most repetitions, just like if you're trying to become physically strong, you want to get more reps in, more sets in, more days and consistently. So I contribute all my sales experience and success from that. Um, just learning from, from doing nothing of sales before to just doing that every single day for hours. And you have all your, you know, all your, uh, your, your guys with you doing it as well. So you're learning, you're getting, you know, rejected and then you're getting deals done. So you feel the adrenaline and it just, it's a really good uh, learning circle for that. I completely agree. I, and uh, I tell everybody that I, I meet is if you want to get into business entrepreneurship, one of the best ways to do is, is to go through sales and you can go baby steps. First, look for somebody that has something cool and do appointment setting. From there, you feel a little bit more comfortable. You can start doing like the triage calls or that discovery call, like that in the middle before the closing sales call. Um, then you can graduate into sales calls. After you have gone through all those hoops, you already have developed so much skills on when it comes to communication uh, and, and understanding the flow on, on, on the psychology and the behaviors and uh, that, that now you are so much more equipped than if you was just try to start a business without uh, that background. Because if you're a technician, right, like you're, let's say, like you're an accountant, uh, 
you're, you're somebody that is a contractor that doing so already used to do a lot of the work, but then wants to go to the business. When you go that that shift that you have to sell yourself and, and, and just back up by just yourself, and that's a different mm-hmm. dynamic. So that's why I always I always recommend to do sales. And you definitely went that path and it seems to worked out for you. So you're a testament to that. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I definitely contribute a lot of it. And and it, and it's fun too, because um you've probably heard of Alex Ramosi talk about the people that are most successful see business as a game. And I always saw sales as a psychology game Um, because you can use sales as a psychology to talk with people over a podcast, over over text, over email, over social media marketing, Um, like in dating, like in all aspects. Like my buddy this morning was talking at the gym about dating advice. And I'm like, I'm married for two years. Why are you asking me? He's like, dude, you're a phenomenal salesman. It's like that's all dating and communication is. It's just psychology of of communication. And so you can use it for all aspects. And so. Um, yeah, it's awesome to create a business, but you can do so much more with it outside of a business, but it's probably the number one skill that if you have the best product in the entire world, but you can't sell it because you can't communicate it, then your product and your whole idea is basically dead. So it, it really does come down to if you're a good salesman, then you can take any product good or bad, and you can still make a living off it. If you're a really good product, but no sales skills, it's really hard to make it work out. Yeah, and to make it a little bit more broader, I, I was already going in, in that uh, that direction. So I'm glad that you you went that direction. Uh, more broad, just even not just sales, but just communication in general, right? In which obviously you're a great communicator, most likely you're gonna be great at sales, like they go hand in hand. So when you're able to become a great communicator, that's when you're able to open so much more opportunities. And and a good comparison that I got from, uh, his name is Vin. Uh, he's a, a communication coach and a very big influencer in the space. And I really like him. And he says, if you are a 10 out of 10 uh, technician, but a 3 out of 10 communicator, then people will perceive you way closer to the three out of 10 because you're not mm-hmm. able to communicate, even though if they give you the chance, you're gonna kill it because you're on a 10 out of 10 uh, yeah. technician. So so uh, that being able to, to, to match your communication skills with your actual skills, that, that's something that is should be a priority for anybody, especially when you're starting out, right? Because after you start getting, you, you should be hiring people that are better technicians than you. Right. And now you focus on the communication and the leadership, and that's how you are a leader of a business. And so that, that just to kind of piggyback on that, I think that, that you made me, I was thinking about that before you said it. And then you said it, I was like, dude, I was already going that direction. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just good minds, man. Yeah. It's like when, when you're at the door for door to door sales, the person is going to, they're going to base the entire service experience company, everything about the whole entire thing that you're presenting off of you. So like, you know, that again, so if you're starting a business, if you're just really good communicator, you can really scale any technician, any product, any service business. No doubt. That's top skill. One thing that I can go back to myself or to anybody, focus on being a good communicator. You're a good communicator, you can sell. You're a good communicator, you can market. You're a good communicator, you can lead. (laughs) <laughs> you can literally do everything by being a good communicator, even if you're not a good technician, because you can always hire subcontract, contract other yes. people. So it's just making shit happen 
and that only happens with good communication and obviously dedication consistency discipline all you know that that obviously because without that then you can be the best communicator but if you're not consistent obviously that, that well i guess that's not being a good communicator so ultimately. yeah 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 that's <laughs> no, true because like I'm, I'm working with this guy on an investment we just proposed on yesterday and i even attributed to him i'm like hey dude the reason i'm doing this investment with you is because you're such a good communicator and you're so good at what you do and but if he didn't keep up with me on communication and stuff like that then it, nothing would have happened so and one book i would i would highly recommend if, if someone's like i'm not good at communicating i want to get better at storytelling i want to get better at talking with people girls business owners sales people um, is the psychology of selling by Brian Tracy. It's probably the most like foundational sales book you can find. There's a thousand books on sales, but that one's probably the most foundational. Um, it just has, you could use that book for any industry and anything. I, and I would say how to win friends and influence people. That for me yeah, is really top book. tier, top tier. And I mean, yeah. so many people recommend that. Uh, so yeah. because it helps you understand the other per per perspective of other people. Uh, because sometimes we're so in our way that we don't understand that there's people that think differently and like the patterns and the psychology traits and all that. So I really love that book and I revisit and I love looking at like refresher videos and things like that. Like I listen to it because uh, it's something that it's like a never ending learning thing, right? Uh, and things change, market change, uh, the, the con everything, like the way that people uh, were willing to receive certain language and now they're not. And you know, and evolving with, you know, technology and all that, that we get desensitized on some things. And, you know, so there's it just, it's a never ending learning curve. So other than, than communication, I mean, top, right? Uh, is there any other advice or actionable tips that you have for business owners in general or a specific type of business owner that you typically help? Yeah, um, I would say... In my experience, if you're going to start a business, you can't really scale something out all on your own. You can scale to a certain degree, but after that point, you, you, you're going to get stuck. Either you need to help people to help you or a partner who's an expert in one thing. Um, so if you're starting a business or starting a, an investment, investment for sure, is you need to choose the jockey over, over the horse. Um, jockey over the horse all day. It's just people might will probably learn by experience on this one as well, but they'll look at an opportunity business investment whatever massive roi but the person kind of sucks and they're like you know what the per person's kind of like not the person i want to be like i don't you know align with his morals i don't align with this and that about him but the investment he's giving is awesome so i'm going to do it and they you know you'll almost always get burned that way because there's a reason why that is um where if you find a person you know this person is is the person i want to aspire to be or the, the avenue he He's in, he is the expert in his niche. And I can see that he has evidence of it from his fruits and all that stuff. That's the person you want to attach to, even if their if their investment or business opportunity or partnership isn't the most glamorous thing. Um, yeah, that that is definitely one thing I've I've had to learn. No, uh, ways, but yeah. I, I learned that the hard way too. I, I said it in, in this other episodes uh, that one of the, the biggest downfall that I've had uh, is 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 the the hiring the right people, get the right people around me, especially in the beginning. Right now, I'm great, but because I learned the hard way, you know, yeah. lost a lot, a lot of money 
because of not prioritizing the jockey over the horse, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, that and I learned my lesson, and uh, now I'm all about chemistry, culture, aligning values, aligning mission and vision, uh, and then we can talk about okay, how how good things and numbers of payment and all these different things, right? But uh, definitely, I'm a huge huge advocate for for making sure that you have good chemistry and you align in values rather than just focusing on like, this needs to get done. Seems that they can do it. I don't care if I don't like them because I've been there. Like, trust mm -hmm. me, I've been there and it sucked because I was like, she seems capable or he seems capable. And with the background that they have, like, oh, I used to work in Wall Street Journal, I used to work out here. And that doesn't mean mm -hmm. shit. Like, yeah, it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't, dude. No, uh -uh. It's so, so true. It's so true. And like, I one way I found out about it is when I was getting in. So from basically, I had a massive failure story and then the upbringing from it. The, the failure story is I was doing door to door for four years, um, started a marketing company, sales guy company with, much, uh, with some of my other colleagues. And we grew that from zero to 200 reps. And then we chose an opportunity. Um, the horse over the jockey is exactly what we did. And that actually failed. We worked that for a year and a half with 200 guys and no one got paid. So that was pretty terrible on reputation and on everything like that. Um, and, and we were just at ground zero. So at that point, everyone just kind of separated out and we said, hey, let's just go find something else to, to jump into. So I was either, hey, I'll do door-to-door -door sales again, or I'm going to find something else. And I was like, I'm going to find something else and choose a jockey over the horse for sure this next time. So um, I waited about a year until I found something that I was like really wanted to get into and end up being ERC. And that's not really the most important part is that it was ERC. But the person that I found with it, as I was talking to four different companies about it, and they offered massive, you know, commissions, all these benefits and perks, travel, you know, swag, whatever. And, um, and I talked to this guy on the phone for probably one hour when I met with these other companies for like two months, like multiple times a week. Met, met uh, on the phone with, for like an hour. And after that call, at the very end of the call, I said, I'm working with you and whatever terms you want to agree to, I'll agree to because I want to partner with you. And it was purely I'm like, this guy is, he's a genius. He's very authentic. He's someone I want to aspire to be like. And, um, and so from that, I just made the bet that I'm just going to bet on him, even at a lesser rate than I could get somewhere else and see where that takes me. And it was by far the most life-changing turning point of my career of my life for my me and my family and everything and um, that changed everything was choosing purely the jockey over the horse yeah for me it's been you know similar stories just the people that i uh i've decided to partner with uh in, in various ways uh as in like let's say this year especially it has been a lot of people that i just believe in them and uh, that could be people that are helping me, mentoring, coaching me, or that could be people that are even clients. So like I'm going both ways, right? Like what I'm learning and what I'm teaching and what I'm like taking and, and giving. So mm -hmm. that that's something that it just changes everything, the the energy, the the feeling, the the motivation, everything is just it's so good when you are aligned and you build this like friendships and, and and really were invested and we really care and so because you know one big thing here is that 
things will go wrong, right? If if you're a business owner, you're listening to this and things have not gone wrong, get ready. It will go wrong at some point. If things have not gone wrong, we'll definitely not do it at all. So yeah, that, yeah. that's a great thing. So you you want to surround yourself with people that you know that when things go wrong, you, they can have your back and we're going to figure this out together, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the problem. It's not, it's not, I don't, I don't get even that mad uh, of things going wrong. I get mad when, when people don't want to take responsibility and let's work out this together, right? Regardless on uh, what is ultimately the, the, the most fair or the whatever, like let's solve the problem for the client. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's together, if you're a contractor for me, a team member, whatever. Uh, so then then we can move past that, right? If you're a client, like something didn't go well for some reason, like, hey, let's talk this out and, and, and you know, you get a credit, you get a whatever, like I'll make sure that I'm as fair as I can given the situation. But at the same time, let's just not like hold grudges and all that. Like the mission needs to get done, right? So let's just get it done. And so surround yourself with people that will be mission oriented and be like, things need to get done regardless. And that's, I guess that's like that military mindset that I have too. Is that <laughs> yeah, mission yeah. needs to get done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's good. It translates well. It translates no, well. It does. And I'm, I'm listening to the, the Elon Musk book that just came out like in September on an audiobook. And that's, that's exactly how Elon was almost to a fault is he would like, didn't care about empathy or sympathy with other people's emotions. His was just like purely getting this done. And, but that's also, I'm not saying with like, um, with Steve Jobs with Apple is all of his employees didn't see him as a friend, which is not what I'm saying you should do. But I'm saying that like, there is a point where like it, stuff just needs to get done. And if you do hurt some feelings, then that's, it's not the end of the world. It's not the most worst thing in the world if it's with good intentions of getting things done for the better in, in the future, right? Not just stomping on people, but but yeah, it definitely is something that high successful people do. They just, they get stuff done. Yeah. Um... So is there is there any any one or two last takeaways you would like to leave the audience with that maybe you know you haven't punched out yet? Um yeah, there's there's two things. One one thing, um, I kind of had this on my, my desk. This is my my knowledge planning execution book for everything. Um and I've just seen a massive drastic improvement in myself with work. Um, if I just have everything scaled out, put it in front of me, an open book in front of myself. Um, and then also half of it also is that I'll write out 10 goals every single day for the next week to like three years. And I'll put dates on these goals and I'll put expiration dates when they need to happen. Um, and, and the reason I do that is so I can visualize, I know my goals every single day. And then throughout my day, as I'm in conversation with someone like Fu or someone else, you know, anywhere, um, and my goal is to get a real estate property. Like that's how I just closed on one yesterday is it was my goal, get a real estate property, get a real estate property by the end of this year. And in passing, this guy said, yeah, I do real estate investing partnerships. And I was like, boom, that's on my goal. And it clicked. And I like just instantly went into a conversation with him about it. And then a couple of months later, we we came out with our own, with, a, with an investment property. And so I got that goal done. But if those goals weren't written out every single day and that wasn't top of my mind, I probably would have been like, oh, that's that's cool, guys. That's really cool. Like, do you play basketball? Like, I would have moved the conversation on, you know. But since that was my goal, um, that's just something I was like, it clicked that I could execute my goal. And then it was just, you know, execution time right there. So 
that's that's probably one of the biggest things is is if you're not writing stuff down somewhere in your own format, um, you're you're losing a lot of execution that you could be doing. Um, and then a second thing, um, and this is just for business or anything else, but one thing one human can do, I can do also. And if you trick yourself like psychologically, kind of like sales, is like, and me and Fu were made out of the same material as a human being. And as long as I keep it at that level, then I can do exactly what anyone else does on a business, physical, you know, you know, uh, educational level. So that's how I kind of tricked myself into thinking, hey, I see this guy doing this in business. And naturally, I want to think, oh, he's so far ahead of me. He's done so much research. He's so good at what he does. And then I'll psychologically trick myself into thinking he's a human being who's made of human flesh and a brain and a heart and everything I have. I can do the exact same thing. And then your mindset just switches on it. So there's a lot of stuff in sales you learn psychologically that you can trick yourself into become more, becoming more successful. But that's one that I'll use is I'll just say, hey, he's made out of human flesh. He's a human. I'm a human. I can do exactly what he does. And then you you just come into that mode of just doing it. So those, those are a few things that have, that have helped me out a lot. I love that. And um, that that's something that I've, uh, I've always had, uh, thankfully, of I talk to people and I'm like, you know, this 20-year-old making seven figures, I'm like, come on, I can do this. You know, there's nothing that he has that I don't have. And even if he's older or anything, I talk to, that's why I love networking so much and get so many people's perspective because when I talk to people making eight figures a year, I'm like, mm -hmm. they just have time on me, you know, uh, that's it. Like, other than that, like, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, keep learning, keep implementing and uh, taking action and taking the feedback, learning from it, keep taking action, I'll just get there. As long as I am very strategic, I don't get on my own way. And that's why I, I work very hard on myself and setting up goals. Like you said, like I, I, uh, I'm very big into that and reflecting. So doing things like I, I do breath work and meditation and really reflect into into those things and what why am I uh, procrastinating on something and just kind of find out those things that are getting in the way of me being more productive and getting more stuff done and what is it imposter syndrome or is it what what is it and working on those things so I would add uh, to to what I've been doing is to prioritize working on myself rather than on my business and then the business naturally becomes better because if I'm not getting on my own way, then the business thrives more. And so working working on yourself would be the 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 advice that I would add to. So like not only focus on doing those goals for for the business, but also for yourself. And I would say prioritize that first and reverse engineer from lifestyle back, not oh let me try to work out a lifestyle out of the business. That's what I would add to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the part of, of reverse engineering your goals and, and the life you want to have. Because then it seems way more achievable. If you're like, hey, in 10 years, I want to have this, this, this business, this investment, this cash flow, this house, whatever. And if you're like, okay, if I need to have $100,000 in cash flow off an investment, how much each year do I need to grow each year? And how much is that cash flow each month? What does that mean I have to buy per year with how much money? And it makes it really easier. Like, oh, like, it's actually not that hard. And what's cool about it though, is it gives you a plan that looks very simple um, and achievable, but and it, all, it, all it really needs of you is just to be consistent with that plan. 
So, so that's your plan. And then if you're writing down your plan or your plan or your goals on a vision board or in your notes or on your computer screen, whatever it is, then it's, it's almost hard to not achieve those things. It's almost harder in that case to lose than to win. If you're doing that. I completely agree. Man, this has been a very good conversation. I mean, we clicked since minute five, I think, since we met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I knew it was going to be good. So um, what type of people are you looking to connect with and how can people find you? Uh, honestly, I'm I'm trying to set up a uh, like a master friend group of, of people um, who are doing high six figures, seven figures. Um, within the age of 20 to 20 to, to 40 within that range um, just because you are the obviously the accumulation of your five closest friends um, and, and that's also like people that you follow people that you call do calls with email with stuff like that like all that conflicts with that so it's really hard to find friends that are at this level of doing things um, just as like your you know your neighborhood friend or like your school friend so um, if you're within that range or age range, follow me on Instagram at, at Isaac Morris, I-S-A-A-C-M-O-R-R-I-S. Um, and just follow me and just message me that you want to be into that group, or we're going to set that up. Um, if you're in Utah, if you have any listeners in Utah, we're going to set up a $100 tip night. Um, and if any of you guys want to meet with people that are highly successful and are eager to do bigger things, I would suggest doing this. What you do is you go to a you, you set up on a post, you say, hey, we're going to go to this dinner, this restaurant for dinner at this time. We're all going to tip $100 to the waiter or waitress at the end of the dinner. So each person tips 100 bucks. Your food's going to be like 20, 50 bucks. You're going to tip 100 bucks. And the reason you do that, it's just, it's a really good giving moment for that person. There's always the best time to give is just whenever you can. And you always can. Like there's never a time when you can't give something. So it's a really good opportunity for everyone to give to someone to help someone else's life. But also it's like, if someone's willing to give up a hundred bucks and to give that money freely to someone else, that's probably someone you want to be with and, and that you want to associate with. So it's kind of like a big networking thing. And then coupled with it, the real reason, the real reason why you do it is to, to give someone to, to someone else. So um, we're doing those here in Utah as well. And so, but I would suggest all your followers, if they want to meet people like, Hey, bring your friends that are all entrepreneurs. Let's go to this dinner thing and we'll do it. That's great. I never heard about that specific concept. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty unique. And giving back uh, or, you know, just giving uh, definitely uh, it's something that that energy that comes back in different forms. So it's uh, it's always good to to put that type of energy out there uh, and, and be ready for receiving the blessings. Right. That's another thing kind of with that. It, putting yourself in the mindset and that aligns with the goal setting. And that's one of the reasons of you, you do that. You visualize, you get in that wavelength, you get in that frequency. And then that's how you attract those things. That's how manifestation happens. It's not just like, Oh, I want this. It's going to appear. It's, it's just almost like tricking your brain into, into believing in our reality. And then you acting accordingly. And, and then that's how you make things happen. And then if you just put, do good and then just, you know, doing good is good business. Uh, something that I, I got from one of uh, uh, one of the business owners in my in my network and yeah. really stuck with me. So I like that. I like that. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. You 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 become the jockey that you want to hang out with, that you want to associate with. It's like be the jockey of the horse that you want your partner to be with. So that just you know people will only show up to those kind of things that are like that. So 
yeah, it's a good thing. If you want to, you know, connect with myself, great opportunity to do that. Or just message me on Instagram. Um, if you want to, in your own town or city, if you want to find guys like that, guys or girls like that, do one of those. And it, it works. It works great. And it, it draws a lot of attraction and attention when you post about it. And guys are like, why is food giving a hundred bucks to this guy at a burrito shop? Like, this is nuts. Like, why would they do that? And then the guys are getting interested and it, it draws in the right kind of people. So if you want to draw organically the right kind of people to associate with and network with and be friends with it's like it's a, at uh it's a life hack thing so you know that's pretty it's a pretty cool thing uh definitely making a, a mental note about that so uh yeah you know i just want to say thank you for 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 coming here you, man. this has been a very pleasant conversation uh i think that it was definitely some very valuable golden nuggets in here so thank you for coming here and have a very good conversation for, for me and my audience. Awesome. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. So this, uh, this was Isaac Morris and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.